0: Whether it's through mergers and acquisitions or team liftouts, private real estate has undergone a wave of manager changes in recent years. In PERE's 2021 ranking of the industry's largest managers, half of the top 10 firms alone have been the buyer or seller in an M&A transaction. So what do investors think about this evolution of the industry? In this edition of Spotlight, we look at the positives and negatives of manager changes and how investors are addressing these situations. I'm Evelyn Lee with PERE. But first, what's been driving these manager changes? The short answer is the institutionalization and globalization of real estate, which has resulted in a massive amount of capital looking to invest in the sector. This has led large asset managers to expand or further expand into real estate, and they do so by acquiring a real estate firm or doing a team lift out. Traditionally, investors have not viewed manager changes
1: very favorably. You know, I remember the first time we had a manager coming to us and say, no, we have a change of ownership. We we're like, oh, uh, OK. That's Jerome Barenz,
0: head of indirect investments in Europe for Allianz Real Estate, the real estate investment management arm of German insurer Allianz Group. But that was then. Now, Barenz considers manager
1: changes to be unavoidable. It's something that you cannot be prevented. It's bound to happen, it is happening, it will continue to happen. So the question now that I have as an investor is how do I prepare for this? You know, you need to be prepared, especially if you look at the size of an Allianz portfolio where we have uh, hundreds of participation, impossible for us not to be impacted. You know, somehow you know, our portfolio is so large, so broad that we, we are going to experience these type of situations.
0: According to Berenz, an investor can prepare for a potential manager change in a number of ways, including negotiating terms with the manager to minimize risk to the investor's portfolio.
1: For instance, we can negotiate a change of control clause. That's something, you know, that gives us some leverage if something happens. We can negotiate specific governance rights, some ventures, so we can still control the asset, even if there are some change at manager level. And also, not least, as we are aware, change could always happen. We need to diversify. And that's where also we have a bit of a competitive edge with our scale because we are still able to diversify while maintaining, you know, high ticket size. That's something that I think puts us in a very good position.
0: Prashant Tarari is a partner at Townsend Group, a real estate investment management firm and consultant. He leads the firm's investment strategy function and sits on its investment committee. Tarari says he considers manager changes to be part of quote unquote, inevitable evolution. In many ways, he believes that's a good thing.
2: There are several positives in this for real estate as through M&A and some of the other strategic hires, many real estate platforms are getting stabilized and it's increasing its longevity in case of a one-time downturn event. And in a number of cases, it also improves the support functions that have become very critical in real estate investment management, like operations reporting and compliance.
0: But at the same time, Manager changes also raise concerns.
2: So the concern that it raises is that every time an M and A activity takes place, or any time critical resources are brought in through a liftoff, is the very character of the f- platform that got them to outperform in the first place. Is that preserved, or is that lost in that transition? And when that basic character is lost, then you are essentially investing now with, with a very different entity than the one that got those successful results in the first place.
0: Investors need to rerun the due diligence with managers that have undergone changes.
1: Burns has a detailed list of questions that he asks managers during a change of control. Is there any change in the incentive package? Is there any change in the decision-making process? You know, now you had an investment committee working in a certain way. Do you have any change of personnel in the investment committee? Do you have a situation where now internally you have team competing? with one another. How are you going to solve that? So we really, really have to redo our due diligence and go into the details before we are comfortable. And if we find a point where we are not completely sure, we are going to address it and try to find a good solution.
0: Tarari says it's been a quote unquote mixed bag in terms of how much managers are willing to disclose to investors.
2: The ones that do it very successfully have good disclosures that are made up front. And those disclosures very clearly lay out what the new ownership structure is going to look like, not just broad brushes on the people own this much and the house owns that much, but it clearly gets laid out with respect to who owns how much and very specifically, what is the plan in place to cultivate the next group of partners into the ownership because that over time becomes really important.
0: In addition to the firm's new ownership structure and succession plan, Tarari is also looking for disclosures on the new promote structure. In his view, it's not only the investment professionals who should get a share of the promote, but also the professionals working on compliance and reporting, which would become critical functions for managers. Not all managers will make those disclosures, however, And in those cases, Townsend takes a hard stance.
2: So I think our position on that is pretty clear that if the level of disclosure doesn't measure up to the required level of disclosure where we can properly underwrite the risk inherent in the platform, there's absolutely no way we would recommend or invest in those platforms.
0: Overall, Bren says he's seen mostly positive outcomes with manager changes, so he's less nervous about them than he was before. But even so... He points out that it's still important to maintain investor discipline.
1: We've never been against change because you cannot prevent change. Things happen. It's not really for us a question of being more comfortable because we cannot be complacent. You know, it's still, you know, change of control, material event we want to understand.
0: Meanwhile, Tarari has grown more comfortable with manager changes. And that is for two reasons. One, he believes those changes will benefit the industry overall. And two, investors are now better able to underwrite firms that are making a transition.
2: And I believe that as the sector gets bigger, broader, deeper, this evolution is overall helping make real estate an even more desirable sector for the investors. So we're quite comfortable. We're also comfortable because we sort of have a good understanding of how to evaluate the evolving platforms. So we have the template for how to underwrite them better. We have the methods figured out with respect to how to identify the winners from the losers. So it's a trend that we're very supportive of.
0: If you want to learn more about new entrants into private real estate, be sure to check out our deep dive, Private Real Estate's Next Contenders, in the February issue of PERE. That's all for today. If you want to hear more episodes of Spotlight, you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts or at PEI's various titles online. And if you like what you've heard, please leave us a review. For P.E.R.E., I'm Evelyn Lee. Thanks for listening.